What's up, beloveds? Now, I was not going to do a Bible study today, but (laughs) I'm tired, you guys. And sometimes, believe it or not, I need to sit down and do more listening than I do speaking. And I'm coming into one of those seasons right now. So if you don't hear from me as frequently, know that I'm still around. I'm going to always try to encourage you and just kind of stick it to you with little (laughs) tidbits of empowerment and motivation. But the current situation is this. I am in a cultivation season and sometimes I just need to hear from God and withdraw myself from the typical in and outs of my day. Okay, so with that said, Bay, I'm still going to be around. I'm still going to be talking to you, probably not as frequently, but I'm here for you. Okay, and today I want to get into the book of Habakkuk. I'm probably saying that wrong. Habakkuk, H-A-B-A-K-K-U-K. All right, this is going to be chapter two. And you guys have actually heard this before. Um, let's actually do chapter two, verse two. Let's go there. But before we slay, we must pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for Sunday Bible study. I ask that there would be none of me and all of you. Flow through my mouth, Lord, and speak to your people. Edify, empower, and inspire them. Give them the king's portion pertaining to your principles, your statutes, your insights and revelations. Help us to not only be hearers of your word, but let these seeds stick within us so that we would implement them and apply them to our life, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for choosing us and using us. Thank you for being our heavenly father, our provider, our savior, our doctor, our lawyer, our defender. You are our all and all. And without you, there could not be any one of us. So we thank you. We lift you up. We magnify your holy name. We do not lean on our own understanding, but we are trusting in you, Lord, to lead us and guide us into all truth. Forgive us of our sins and help us release past offenses that we would not remain a people stagnant in bitterness, in animosity, in depression, in anxiety. Give us your peace that surpasses all understanding and help us to be focused on this word. I bind the spirit of distraction right now. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Yo, I did not mean to pray that long, okay? And to think I still got to do the prayer of the week. All right. But once again, the book of Habakkuk, chapter two, verse two. And it reads like this, boo-boo. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. 
it speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. All right. I'm actually going to read another version of that as well. This is going to be the NIV. Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Now here's the King James version because you guys know I have a thing for the king. <laughs> and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Let's get into it, okay? This is very important because since it is Mother's Day, let me just kind of <laughs> implement her in this story as well. My mom has always told me write it down. I never understood that. I'm like, why do I have to write everything down? <laughs> Honestly, guys, just like we are cultivators by our words, right? You're either speaking blessing or cursing into your life or other people's. That's why you got to watch what you say because words become manifestations, my friend. The same thing applies when we write things down down, when we write it down, when we take it out of our mind, out of the intangible, and we permeate it, we actually make it a testament, a truth, a word. When you write that thing down, that's your word, right? When we write things down, that takes it from the abstract, from the metaphysical, into the tangible experience. Now when I see it, I have a focus. I can run with it. When you write things down, it gives you a framework. When you write things down, there's a permanence about that thing. When you write things down, it's all the more ingrained in your subconscious. When you see it, you believe it. That's why my mother was trying to get me to understand when you write something down, that's just as powerful as you speaking that thing, even more powerful. Because how many of us are just distracted by life? You got things going on, you know? I mean, back in the day, they didn't have cell phones and all these notifications going off. You got people on Facebook, you got people DMing you on Instagram. You got your emails going off, all these different things. But what about your vision? Where is your vision? Where is your dream? Where are the things that matter to you? Where do you see those things? When you write it down, you've got notes. Now you can see it. Now you can believe it. Now you can do it. Now you have a framework. You have a plan to get from point A to point B, baby. Because we're so distracted by life, we need to make sure that the things that matter are written down. It brings you back 
to your truth. It needs to be a default, a focal point that keeps you in alignment with the future that you want to co-create with God. We're in a partnership with him. So the things that you say, they matter. The things that you do, they matter. The things that you are writing down, (laughs) boo-boo, that's your story to the universe. That's your story. That's your word. And it shall not return void. You need to see that thing. You need to have a plan to manifest that vision, to cultivate that dream. It doesn't matter what it is, my friends. Some people, I have studied this. Think and Grow Rich, amazing book. You can never read that too many times, by the way. But it says the top successful people in the world, they've always written things down. They were meticulous about what they wrote and they made sure that they meditated on that thing every single day, every single morning. What are you saying about yourself? What are you saying about your situation? What are you saying about your future? What are you planning with your words? What do you have written down? See, that's permanent, man. Forget the pencil, use a pen. (laughs) You need some permanent ink, my friend. You need to see that vision because the world The people in it, the principalities, the enemy, the adversity. It's always going to throw you off course. Because your mind is a computer. It's the most advanced and complex thing on this planet. It takes things in, even subconsciously. That's why you have to guard your heart and your ears and your eyes from what you are meditating on. Like certain music, yo, if I hear some lyrics that are just off, off to the left, yo, that's, (laughs) I'm turning it all the way off. Next. Because you are influenced by the things in your environment. That's why it's essential that when it comes to your life, You are the author. You are writing a script. You are looking at that thing every single day, recalling what your father's business is. Like when I started the podcast, man, I said, I will be the number one podcaster on the planet. The number one. I say it every single day. I don't need anyone else to believe it as long as I see it. So when things start happening in my life, I can disregard certain things because I look on this paper of my goals. I look on this paper of my vision and I ask myself, is this in alignment with that? See, a lot of the times you don't know what to say no to because you have so much coming at you. You need to have the vision. You need to make it plain. 
So when people start approaching you with all of their ideas and, and their notions about what your next step should be, you have a vision. You have made it plain. You have written it on a tablet, honey. You know exactly the course of action that you need to take. And now it's just a, a matter of repetition. Write the vision. What's your vision? You know, one thing I like to assess every year is my personal mission statement. What do I got to do? I got to write it down and then I have to say it. And then when I see it and I say it and I see it and I say it, and that's a repetition, right? When I see it, I say it, I see it, I say it. I start to believe it. It becomes a part of me subconsciously. So then when I'm out in the world and people approach me with all these different things that they want me to do or they think that I should be doing, I know what my mission is. And if it's not in alignment with that, bye, honey. Respectfully, I'm declining. <laughs> because I know what my plan says. I have written it down. Write the vision, my friend. Don't be out here just chasing after the wind not knowing which way you should go. Even if you don't know exactly what you wanna do, even if you don't know exactly what your next step is, start writing down what it is that would help you build on your passions, on your virtues, like you may not know exactly what you want to do, but there is something about all of you, each and every person on here. There is a grace about every single one of you. And if you just work on refining that, on being a student of that, eventually your mission statement is going to come and then you know what you need to do to fulfill that mission. And then you write it down and you make a framework to navigate you towards the fulfillment of that particular aspiration. See, all of these things have to be birthed from a thought. When you look at life, it's just like architecture. Because that's the thing, man. People have, they have so many wonderful ideas, you know? Like we really are, we are creators, man. We are here to create original things. But 90% of the stuff that we dwell on does not come into fruition because we don't have a plan. We don't have a plan of action to get from A to Z. See, your life is like architecture. An architect can't just go like, you know what, let's just put up a building that's gonna be like a thousand feet high. I want a really nice, you know, um, point at the top. I kinda want a pyramid point at the top. And then give me some wonderful reflective glass on there too. 
uh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty general, but um, how do we get how do we get from the thought to the manifestation? We have to create a plan. We have to write down the vision and make it plain. See that when it says make it plain, that is a whole nother just bag of chips you're going to dive into. <laughs> because you can say, I want this particular skyscraper. I want it to look like this. But that's not a plan. Now you need the blueprint. And that's where people struggle. That's what a lot of people don't do. How many people out here want to be millionaires? But they don't have, you see, if you don't know how to manage your money, if you don't know how to manage the little finances you have now, how are you going to become wealthy? You have to have a strategy with your money. There has to be a plan with where your money is going, where you're dispensing it, where you're allocating it. There's a plan for everything, my friend. Like I read this book and this guy who collected cans, he collected cans for like 30 years and he lived in this house. He didn't really speak to his neighbors. He was kind of like an introvert. They found out after he died, this man was a millionaire. He had $5 million. <laughs> How? Because he had a plan. He didn't just get his money and just spend it. He had a plan. See, anybody can create wealth if you know how to manage what you got. And then you have a structure, a plan to accumulate your financial, your fiscal goals. But how many people don't have a plan? The only plan they have is making the money and then after that, it stops. Okay, you've made the money. Now, what are you gonna do with it? You're gonna put it in stocks? You're gonna buy, you know, bonds? You're gonna invest in art, ETFs? Now you gotta know how to make it work for you. For you. Now you gotta know what you're gonna spend it on. You gotta know what your bills are. You have to have a budget, a daily budget, a weekly budget, whatever works for you. And then you have to stick to that. I'm not trying to teach you, you know, finances 101, but I'm trying to basically install this one thought. With a plan, you can manifest anything, anything. Another example is my workout plans. I used to give people workout plans. I would just text it to them, email, whatever worked. Because they had a plan, they were getting results. They had a plan. I'm telling you exactly what to do. I don't just say, hey, go to the gym and work your arms today. <laughs> I'm giving you a number of sets. I'm giving you a number of reps. I'm telling you the weight. I'm telling you the recovery period. I'm telling you how long you need to do cardio. 
I'm telling you what type of cardio you need to do. See, when you have a plan, when you have when you have a plan in front of you, all you got to do is follow the plan. The plan will take you from A to Z. But so many people don't have a plan, man. If you don't have a plan, you can't run with it. A plan it allows you to manifest a vision. So ask yourself, what do you really really want? What do you really want? Not just some generic thing. Because the end goal for you, it needs to be precise, man. I need you to think of your vision like a target, like a bullseye. You don't want to get in the yellow zone. You want to hit that red, dead center. What do you want? Exactly what you want. This could be business. This could be relationships. This could be your health and wellness. This could be your finances. What exactly do you want? Down to the dollar. Down to every I being dotted, every T being crossed. You need to know exactly what you want. And then when you figure that out, You can start being the architect of your life, of that aspiration. Okay, now what is it going to take for me to get from here to there? And listen, my friends, I need you to really, really understand that though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. Why does it say that? Because we get so impatient. We start that business. We start that relationship. We start that health and wellness plan. We get this momentum, we're energized, and then guess what? As soon as you get tired, as soon as life happens, honey, it's it's gonna happen. Then we just fold our hands and go back and sit in our little corner feeling defeated. No. The vision will manifest, but you have to wait for it, though it tarry. It will tarry, my friends. See, people live in this microwave popcorn society. You think your vision is just going to manifest and build itself within a a few weeks? You know, just like when people are working out, they want results in uh, a few months. Honey, it didn't take you a few months to build that body that you got. So why do you think (laughs) you can get the results that you want in just a few weeks? You have to build it. It takes just two weeks to lay the groundwork, the foundation of conditioning so that you can build the body. Don't think it's going to happen overnight, my friends, because anything that is worth having, it takes time. 
when you conceive a child, it doesn't just come out tomorrow. Like, hey, you know, I think I'm pregnant. Next week I'm due. (laughs) It's nine months. Your vision is a seed. It's planted in the ground when you water that thing. Think of an acorn and an oak tree. You just got to keep watering it. You got to keep watering it. That's the repetition. And though it tarry, though it delays, though it weathers storms, keep watering it. Keep nourishing it. This is your seed. Nobody else can manifest this the way that you can. That's why you are assigned to it. This is your crop. This is your harvest. It's going to take time. But guess what? One of these days, if you are faithful to your vision, if you walk out that plan, God's going to bless it. That thing is going to spring forth and you will have fruit, enough fruit to not only sustain yourself, but to sustain the people around you because it is a blessing to be a blessing. God blesses you so you can be a blessing to others, boo. I love you guys so very much. I hope this empowered you today. What's your vision? (laughs) Write it down. Make it plain. It has to be plain for you, my friends. Make the complex simple and run with that thing and commit yourself to that thing. If this is something that God has placed on the inner parts of you to do, stay faithful to it, boo. No matter how long it takes, keep showing up. I love you. I love you. I love you. Once again, happy Mother's Day. Have an amazing one. I'll talk to you soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Ciao.